Well, it's been a while. A lot of shit's happened. Aaron Lewis. Yeah. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Betty White died. She did. Bob Saget died. He did. Louis Anderson died. Boo. And Tom Brady retired. I'm going to say that maybe our absence has is partially to blame for some of these things. Like, maybe the Adulting Under the Influence podcast not being out there caused this ripple in the space-time continuum. Hmm. You think that's a possibility? Not really, no. No? I, mean, I think there's got to be, like, some small, like, the butterfly effect. I was just thinking the butterfly effect I in know. my head. I heard you th- thinking it. Yeah. But you know what? I have words of wisdom to make you feel better. Beauty is a universal language. Love is a universal language. And face fucking is a universal language. <laughs> Seriously? You look inspired. <laughs> We're adulting. Uh, you're under the influence. All right, Miss Bottle of Prosecco before noon. Oh, yeah. Maybe we're both under the influence. I mean, I might not enjoy you eating my pussy, but that doesn't mean I don't need to do it. And I said I was okay with a finger. I never said a thumb and three fingers. There's a fucking difference. I'm not really into butt play. But if you want me to strap it on and peg you, I will. Nothing, and I mean nothing, kills the mood more than, oh God, the baby has a shitty diaper. It's over. And we are adulting. Under the influence. I'm Jean. And I'm Jason. Let's do this. Oh man, it is good to be back though. So maybe we didn't kill off these people. But it is good to be back, baby. It is. It's been too long. It's the Adulting Under the Influence podcast. I'm Jason. I'm Jean. And uh, it has been a while. We've missed you guys uh, tremendously. But we're back uh, revamping the podcast a bit. I'm going to make some changes that will happen gradually over the next few episodes. Um, I'm going to do some, like, change the format just a bit. Uh, We have some guests coming up uh, in future episodes that I think will be very interesting. Uh, Everybody's going to, I think we'll enjoy them. Um, Also, as you've probably noticed, the new logo, the new branding, and we're also potentially adding video. We're working out the kinks on that to Mm -hmm. making this video podcast available on YouTube. So we will be wearing clothes, mm-hmm. <clears throat> unlike if you saw our promo video of my little black square covered bare ass. <laughs> you know, I'm kind of at that point where it, it's tough to to get naked in something like that because I'm not like fit enough to be sexy and have everybody go, ooh, and I'm not fat enough for it to be funny. So I'm just some like middle-aged naked dude on the screen. I think naked dudes are always funny. If it was Jason Momoa naked, you wouldn't be laughing. No, I'd be like, what's up with the black box? <laughs> Move that shit. But yeah. It, but it's not respectful. If it's like some ripped dude, some like really hot dude that's naked, like, it's not funny. It's just, you know, some hot naked dude. But 
whether it's a hot naked dude or a not hot naked dude, it's pretty much always amusing. Okay. All right. Let's see. I just, I just get concerned because, like, you know, Burt Kreischer, when he does stuff naked, like, everybody thinks that's funny because he's this big fat dude. Yeah, and he owns it. Yeah, he does completely. I'm not at that level, thank God. And, um, so I don't know. Just, I think it, it, it loses a little bit of the comedy, the comic appeal because I'm not. It's still funny, babe. Okay. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if that's because you were standing in front of me and could see what else was exposed. <laughs> and I'm not, I don't want to know. I don't know. I'm just going to pretend it's because I'm a comic genius. <laughs> it was my uh, idea. <laughs> no, I guess that part was your idea. Yeah, it was definitely. My idea was for me to be naked. Yeah, which we filmed but then decided not to release. Yeah. Um, that one would have been good, though. You just the The other promo we had in mind was... Don't say it, just in case we ever want to use it. Okay. Okay, we'll hold on to that one. Mm -hmm. It was good. I mean, Mm -hmm. I thought it was fucking hot because there was no black boxes covering things that I could see. So, Mm -hmm. I enjoyed the show. I know. So, let's fill everybody in, kind of what's been going on. We've, last podcast we did was in a hotel. No, we were at the house. We were at the other house. We did one. Oh, we did do one there. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's right. We did in the living room. Yep. Yeah, that's right. We did. In these chairs. Yeah, yeah, because we didn't have any other furniture yep. yet. Um, or any other people in the house. Yeah, nobody there. Uh, the baby, that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, no animals. No. No. We had the cats. We didn't have the dogs yet, because the cats we had in the hotel. Right. Yep, you're right. So we had no dogs. We had no teenager. Mm-hmm. Us, cats, baby. And uh, yet no furniture to speak of. Now, uh, we have since moved out of that house, which we were renting, and it was a shithole. Yeah. It was very, very disappointing. It was very dated. Mm-hmm. Um, the layout did not work at all for us. You know what's really interesting is I've looked at when the last, like when that house was like last bought and sold, and it wasn't that long ago. But I think it transferred amongst a family because mm-hmm. like somebody in the family ended up, we actually grew up in that house. Mm-hmm. But I think it's been like transferred owners. Mm-hmm. Okay. But not actually sold out of the family from what I gathered from the nosy neighbors in the Mm -hmm. area. Um, Anyway, we we got out of that house. We purchased a new house. That's where we are now. Took us about three months to move and... Yeah. We're still kind of moving. Yeah. Still settling in, I'd say that. Settling, yeah. Um, But our podcast space is awesome, right? Mm Mm-hmm. We have a fireplace. Um... You'll see pictures and hopefully video before too long, but we have a fireplace right here between us. So these nice fireside chats with cocktails. And Jean's already yawning. It's yeah. Day. You're going to go to sleep, aren't you? I've, we ha- I had f- basically the equivalent of four beers at lunch today. <laughs> but you know what's funny is I remember when four, four beers would have made me so drunk and so hungover. Oh, yeah. You'd be hungover before bedtime mm-hmm. if you'd had that for lunch a few years ago. Before I knew Seven you, years ago. before I knew you. Oh yeah, no, no, you've been able to hang ever since we met. But <laughs> yeah, um, here, cheers to being back. By the way, mm-hmm. we are enjoying our cocktails this afternoon. I'm having a a mix of Manhattan. Seemed like a good. Uh, it's a cold day. It's windy, chilly out. So Manhattan's a good winter drink. I'm drinking Sweetwater's 420 Extra Pale Ale. Because I drank a bunch of beer at lunch, so I decided I wasn't going to mix until after the sun goes down. What do you think of that beer? You know, I was chewing gum when I started to drink it, and it wasn't very good. 
Um, it's better now that I don't have the gum. You know, I went to a Sweetwater Brewing Company, like, promotion type thing at some bar I went to. I was at, like, in Florida, like, in 2013. Yeah. Early 2013. Yeah. Was it just like a tasting? Yeah, there was some of that. It was um, it was when my dad was sick and he was in, in Tampa and we went to one of the nights to just try to like unwind. We went to this thing and it was the Sweetwater promotional. I don't remember if there was tastings or discounts. I mean, I know lots of like stickers and patches and shit were handed out. Maybe some mugs. You have a pint glass that's Sweetwater. Yep, that's where I got burning. it. Yeah. I drink Bloody Marys out of that glass often. Some of the red Bloody Mary with the green writing on it. Mm-hmm. It's visually appealing to me. I was like, oh, that's the glass I want to drink my Bloody Mary out mm-hmm. of. Feels festive. Um, now I went with the I went with the uh, Manhattan with the Old Scout uh, bourbon, 100 proof bourbon. little uh, sweet vermouth, dash of bitters, shaken, not stirred. I like it. I like my Manhattans. I like Manhattans and I like old fashions. Those have been like, been a big kick of both of those lately. And I, it's hard to pick which one I like more. Hmm. Really? Yeah. I think old fashions hand down, hands, hands down, both hands, both hands. Both hands. Down. Not the one arm man. No. I don't know. Like, I like the old fashioned. The, the sweetness uh, does help offset the, the bourbon burn. But I think you have to have a good stronger bourbon to hold up to the the sweetness of the simple syrup and the the bitters and everything you know yeah. you need a yeah you need a good 100 proof bourbon to make a really good old-fashioned yeah yeah you gotta adjust your ratios a little bit based on the bourbon you have yeah elijah craig is good because it's a very flavorful bourbon it's not a 100 proof but it is still a very flavorful very strong flavored bourbon so i think it holds up well um that uh old scout it's pretty good. I'm enjoying this for the for the uh, Manhattan. I'll have to try it with a old fashioned. Maybe later this evening. Um, what was the other one we had? Uh, the Wheel Horse. That was really good bourbon. Great for a for an old fashioned. Um, I don't remember what the. I can't. I can. I can see the bottle at our bar over there, but I can't remember the exact name. It's the Ezra Brooks, but like Distillers Edition or whatever. And it's a full cask strength. It's 107 proof, I believe. Mm. Uh, stuff is stout delicious though so smooth so flavorful that makes a good old-fashioned as well so, cool um, that's what we're enjoying um back to updates what's been going on with you babe what what all has changed you've got a lot going on now um work a lot of work a lot of work yeah but it's good um we have a nanny we do for the baby we, yeah <laughs> not for us um, I might need one soon, though. Well, you have to pay for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a nanny, so um, I can work from home. And, uh, yeah, a lot of work, but, like, really focused work. So that's good. And haven't been doing as much writing as I would like to do. Went to a yoga retreat in Costa Rica in January. And that was a really interesting experience for me because I've been to this yoga retreat several times before but this was the first time you know having had 
a toddler and a family really and yeah um so that was just kind of an interesting experience because i actually missed you guys <laughs> you didn't expect that huh no i didn't actually at all <laughs> you thought you just enjoy the break yeah and then it was like oh it's like god wait. damn it fuck i love them oh, i was like fuck how did that happen if i go home I'm going to have to fucking do some work, and I don't really want to do that, but I miss those assholes. <laughs> That's how I felt. So there's that. Uh, reading. Oh, I'm teaching yoga now. That was a big one. Yeah, I was waiting for that. Yeah, that's fun. Oh, I want to do more, but like I just can't do more. But it's like a, it's a class at like 7.15 at night. That's rough. Yeah. It's rough because I, I get up really early in the morning usually. Stop yawning. <laughs> you started it. It's like it's like two thirty. It's two thirty in the afternoon. Two thirty in the afternoon. And we're both yawning. Here. I know, but I did get up early. That fucking storm this morning. The cold front went in. You got up at five thirty. No, I woke up at five though, and then couldn't get back to sleep. Oh, and I was up late last night too after the comedy show. Like I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep last night, so I was up mm-hmm. pretty late. Even if I came to bed, I couldn't sleep. Yeah. I just get that high after being doing comedy, and I'm like amped up and mm-hmm. try to continue thank you doing yoga yep so teaching some yoga trying to think of some other ways that i can teach yoga some other ways that i can do some more writing and um gotta finish moving out of the other house because we're not exactly moved out all the way well we've mostly moved out we just gonna like empty out a few things take to like goodwill or something and clean the carpets and oh my god god willing come march 1st we won't have to put any more money into that place yeah it'd be nice we'll be out of our lease, hopefully March 1st, and uh, then we will just have our mortgage here, and this house is great. Mm-hmm. We're waiting, very happy. Waiting for the ho- the fence to be built in the backyard so we can stop taking the dogs out on leashes. <laughs> yeah. That's painful. After, you know, I can't remember the last time I didn't have a backyard. Well, I can, and it was 2009? No, 2010, I think was the last time I just didn't have a backyard at all and had to walk animals and yeah this is the longest we had to do that because we had to do it sometimes when we were trying to like rest the grass in Hawaii Yeah, but like we've been doing this for like two months now yeah yeah we have and it's been cold it's fucking winter in Maryland yeah it's, it's really cold we've had, a, we've had quite a bit of snow never like large amounts at a time yet which I'm afraid is coming sometime before the end of this month, like I just had this feeling we get like a big snow. It's gonna, I don't know, just had that haunting, you know, feeling. Um, but we've had several small snows hit, just boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. Just about the time the shit would thaw and, and melt away, here comes the next one. So, yeah, it will be nice to have a yard when you just open the back door. Yep, let the dogs out. Toddler is twenty months old today. Formerly the baby, now the toddler. Yeah, yeah, he is uh, 20 months old this week. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Um, he's four months shy of two. Yep. Wow. Yep. You've been a mom for almost two years. That's weird. Right? And you missed him. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. Just a little. More so him than us, probably. I missed his cuddles, which are very few and far between. <laughs> You didn't miss the screams? No. Or the dirty diapers. Or the chasing him from one room to the other because he can't sit still for more than 
five seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Although, I say, didn't miss the screams, except when he just like throws his arms up, like, and just like being silly. Like, mm-hmm. he does do that quite often, and it's fucking hilarious. He's like a little, he looks like he should be in the movie Braveheart, just like charging with his arms up into <laughs> battle. But, you know, a dwarf, a very tiny dwarf. <laughs> He's pretty cute. Yeah, I think we'll keep him. He's really cute. He's been doing this thing where he's just like leading me around by the finger. Yeah, that's like grabbing onto my finger and like pulling me places. It's pretty funny. It is, and that that started very recently. Like he yeah, just he just like gets week. a hold of you. Yeah, he gets a hold of you, and he just takes off. And he's done it with me <laughs> once. He does it with the nanny, mm-hmm. but he wants to lead mom around. Like he wants mom to come with him because he's got shit to show you. <laughs> he has shit he wants me to do for him. Yeah. Mom, come on. I can't open this gate by myself. Come do this. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Lift me up there. Okay, no, don't touch me, though. <laughs> no, it's a... It's fun. It's a, It's great getting settled in and, and trying to get into a little bit of a rhythm in of life here. Uh, we've had several things kind of hanging over our head that are clearing up, and now mm-hmm. that... I think was is going to allow us to enjoy life more and do more things. Um, I've been doing, trying to get back into doing comedy more. Uh, put on a couple shows at a local venue. It was a cigar shop, and then the owner of said cigar shop was <laughs> indicted on some charges. I have no idea if they're valid or not. Don't care. But at that point, they're like, "Ah, eh, let's put this on hold for now. See how things shake out." So. Understood, and because they were paying, they were paying me to put on these uh, shows. I was paying out the comics. Um, mm-hmm. I was paying the comics well. I wasn't making shit off of it, but I was paying them more than I guess they're used to making. Because mm-hmm. like, there were a couple of them when I paid them, were like, "Holy shit, dude! Thank yeah. you." So it was uh, one was a traveling comedian that was, or a, she was a comedian that just happened to be traveling through um, from California, and she was out here on the East Coast, and just happened to. Really lucked out when she reached out about doing a spot because I'd had a, another comedian have to drop out because of COVID. You've got to fucking stop yawning now, woman. Jesus. Uh, anyway, and she hit me up. You know, I heard you putting on a show. Do you need an extra comic? I was like, absolutely. I fucking do. I had somebody drop out today. You're a lifesaver. And, and she was really good and was blown away when I paid her. I was like, what's your Venmo? And mm-hmm. she's like, holy shit. So there were good shows at uh, my buddy Max. Uh, Comedian from Hawaii came down and did one of the shows. That mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. Um, Max is such a good dude. He's such a nice guy. He did the high comedy pod with Ray and I mm-hmm. in Hawaii. And then uh, he came out and did the comedy show because he was living in Jersey. And now he's out in California in the L.A. area going to school, going mm-hmm. to a, a mm-hmm. film program at UCLA. So um, definitely wishing nothing but the best for Max and mm-hmm. all the success. Really funny dude. And then I was on a, I've been on a few different, a couple different uh, comedy shows. Did one in a little place called The Deck, which is no longer in business. <laughs> yeah, we just found out. Yeah, that's a bummer. Um, it is a bummer. It was kind of a cool spot. It was in a shady area. Oh, yeah. Just horrible little dive area. A cool little tiki bar. Mm-hmm. Definitely a dive bar. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I got to perform at a uh, open mic at a theater. Mm-hmm. In Haverty Grace, Maryland, which was a really cool theater for a whopping like ten people. <laughs> it was, anyway, I mean, it was an open mic on a Thursday night. You, you've got to expect that, but um, 
got good got good laughs and in a theater setting like that like if that place was full and people laughed it would be deafening on stage mm-hmm. if you got big laughs it's a it's a cool setup i think it'd be great to do comedy there in front of a big a full room but um, awesome venue the people that were there were great and uh had a good time need to do that more often yep um i got a job yep. and quit that job yep <laughs> um it was definitely not it wasn't working out for any of us very well yeah. like the hours were just i never knew what time i had to be into work until usually late the night before and never knew until i was driving leaving to drive home what time i was going to get off i may be home at 3:30 in the afternoon or i may be home at you know after 6 it just yep depended on the day um there were times my boss had texted me at you know, five in the morning telling me I needed to come in an hour earlier than normal. And I'm like, oh, you mean so I have to leave in 10 minutes? <laughs> it was, you know, they, they paid well. They were, they, they were, you know, there were some good benefits to it, but it definitely was not for a guy with a family and that needs some st- structure and stability in yeah. life. Because like when you have kids, you have to have that. Yep. Um, especially when you've got, you know, childcare that is here at, from set times, you know, mm-hmm. you had a nanny that's here from this time to this time Two working parents, you know, you've got to have structure. You've got to know you're, you're going to be home this hours. You're going to be gone these hours, mm-hmm. you know, occasion an occasional variance is one thing, but when every day you just have no fucking idea. Yeah. No, it was hard. Yeah. That didn't work. And it was hard for me because like you wanted to go back to work and so when you went back to work, I had to step up and do the stuff that you were doing, you know, in the mornings and things like that. Yeah. Um, and then also see you miserable. And I'm like, this, why are we doing this? Like, you're miserable. I'm miserable. I'm, ha- I'm having to work harder so you can go to work and be miserable. That's how I felt. Yeah. And I know you're happy keeping me barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen. <laughs> um, <laughs> and as much as I like that, I can't just just do that so you know um i'm gonna do that next opportunity i can be barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen or just not go to work at least barefoot (laughs) (laughs) at the house yeah um i'll take care of the house i'll take care of the kids (laughs) you know i've already had a job interview and a job offer another Mm -hmm. job offer and it's funny i was thinking about this i've never been on a job interview where i wasn't offered the job I know people who have been on so many job interviews and not gotten them, not gotten the job. And I don't like, what did you do? Did you like punch the person in the Mm -hmm. face? Like if you got that far, they're obviously somewhat interested. All you gotta do is just talk to them a little, just be honest, be yourself unless you're a complete asshole. Yeah. Um, And I know some shitty people who had really good jobs working in the construction world. Like I had foremans back yeah, years ago, like around the time we met and before we met. Oh, the guy that was my foreman when we met, Nathan. Dude was a piece of shit human being. Like, he was a horrible boss. The only way he got that job is because he had a license and they were like desperate for people with license, you know, that were licensed electricians in this company. I don't know how he ever passed an interview. The motherfucker could barely spell his own name hmm. and got put out there as a foreman running a job that went way over time and budget go figure (laughs) discussed that a little bit with the the guy interviewed with and it was funny too because he said 
how did the project manager not catch that? And I said, the project manager didn't care. You were just being honest here. The project manager used to be part owner in the company, had sold the company, but then they kept him on as a project manager. <laughs> and he was just riding it out to make as much as he could on top of the like few million he and his brother had split when they sold the company. It's like The guy was a millionaire. Mm. I don't know why he was still there. And he was just phoning it in every day. And he was like, that's horrible. I was like, yep. And that was our leadership we had on that job. And like, he got that. You know, he was like, wow. And he, he respected that I saw that, you know. This guy, it does sound like a good job opportunity. It does. It does. Well, uh, it's definitely something will be discussed much over this weekend. Mm, great. Times when we're not drinking. <laughs> <laughs> or drinking less. Yeah. <laughs> Is there going to be a time we're drinking less this weekend? I think so. Okay. Just making Probably. sure. Oh, yeah, because we have to drive. We have to go to... to you have to take, drive. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have to drive, so there, were, there will be times when I'm drinking less. <sighs> um, what else has gone on? Um, I, have to need, the, I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, we need to take a little break. Real quick. Okay, we can pause this. Okay. We can take a break. I might mix me another drink. Yeah. Yes, you, you need another beer? Sure. All right. We'll be right back. All right, we're back from our break. Feel better? <laughs> yeah. Me too, because I, I have a refill on my Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And I got you another beer. Yeah, that's good. Beer's good. <laughs> I like beer. I do too. Been a little beard out lately, so... Yeah. I've been and doing more of the cocktails and... Yep. It works. I yep. like it. Mm-hmm. So I've been um, listening to some of our back episodes... Like, I think I'm on, like, episode four. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe five. Maybe five. I'm not really sure. We're also, we were talking about alcohol having fewer calories than, uh, not alcohol, but liquor having fewer calories than beer. And, <coughs> yeah. You know. Anyway, that just, like, jogged my memory with you saying your beard out. But I was, I was, you know, I was listening to our cunt podcast. Yes. And I was listening to our ass podcast. You know, both of those. Yeah, both of those were in the names. And um, you know, thinking about how like the the cunt one just got so few listenings to compared to all the other ones, and I just found that like that was just so interesting, especially compared to the ass cast. Like the ass cast got a lot of listens, but nobody wants to listen to the cunt one, and it makes me sad. Yeah, it was really weird. It was episode two, was Cunty New Year, mm-hmm. the AUI podcast with Jason and Gene. And it, it did. I don't remember what the numbers are offhand. I don't have them pulled up. But it it had far fewer listens than the first one, which was just titled Episode One. Yeah. No catchy title. Uh, episode two, Cunty New Year. Mm-hmm. Very few listens. Um, and like even the, the description, it's like, today Gene and Jason discuss the top ten porn genres and the use of everyone's favorite offensive word. Like, yeah. I would listen to that if I, it was, you know. Me too. If I'd read that. And the next one was the Ass Cast. That was mm-hmm. the very next one, which is number three, which mm-hmm. was one of our more popular episodes. So weird. Shocking. And it says this week, Jason and And it was Jean, like n- hardly anything sexual in that at all. It was all about like baby poop and men's versus women's buttholes being cleaner. 
Yes, yeah, so I look at all the things astastic with a discussion about a significant milestone in parenthood, an air crisis at the grocery store, and the rise of a fetish in mainstream and sexual interactions. Um, that's the description, which was, you're right, it was much less sexual than a... Which one was it where... Oh, heads or tails, you make the call. Who makes the call? That's the one where we got all the... Uh, <laughs> wasn't it the one where we got everybody's opinion on asses or... Yeah, boobs or butts. Yeah, <laughs> boobs or butts. Yeah, that was that one. I was thinking that was the ass cast. But uh-huh. No, that was that was a much later episode. Yep. So yeah, it really weird that the ass cast had so many more listens than Cunty New Year. It's just that's just bizarre to me. What do you think that's about? Guys like butts. I don't know. I mean, that's and they oh. don't like cunts. Is that what you're saying? But I think it's the word cunt, because when I hear the word cunt, I don't think of a vagina. Like, that's not my first image is like, oh, yeah, I want to eat that. <laughs> you know, that's well, not what I think. Well, it should be. I agree. But when I hear the word cunt, I think, oh, what'd she do? <laughs> what'd she say? Oh, was this in front of your boss? Did she, you know, you know, what'd she do? Yeah, That's my first thing. It's like, this is a, a, a woman who has done something egregious. It's like when I hear the word dick, I don't think of a penis. When I hear the word dick, I'm like, what do you do? <laughs> if I hear the word pussy, I think of a vagina. If I hear the word cock, I think of a dick. Which is weird because cock to me is closer <laughs> to cunt. It's the more vulgar between dick and cock. Uh-huh. But in between pussy and cunt, pussy is the more sexual thing. So when you call your buddy a pussy, you're thinking he's a vagina? Yes. No, that's not what I'm thinking. I'm just saying like... Well, you just said that like just, that's somebody, what you think just, of. No, just when you hear the word pussy out of context. When I hear the word pussy out of context, I picture a vagina. Like, that's what I think of. But don't you like it when I whisper cunt in your ear at night? I mean, I do when it's coming from you and <laughs> it's... Well, going into too much detail. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, the things you say and then the context in which you use it also matters. But if you just hear the word cunt... I'm like, ooh, what's and going I'm like, on? Uh oh. <laughs> I'm like, hmm, what's happening? Is this being used in the correct way? Like the uh, the uh, Bert Kreischer joke about his daughter saying, you know, someone said the N word, and then uh-huh. he finds out much later the N word to them is nerd, uh-huh. and then later he's like, someone so said the C word, and he's like, they were at a water park. He's like, hold on, ladies, I I know what this is. I love baby. What's the C word? cunt <laughs> right in the middle of all these like <laughs> soccer mom women he's like well yep that's the one <laughs> and, and then the, he talks about well i mean yeah she kind of is or some shit i don't remember what it is and when like, was the first time you heard the word cunt oh god i don't all right you can pick a you could pick an, an age range i was probably Somewhere between like 19 and 23, I would say. Probably. I might have heard it before that, but not like... Do you remember who you heard it from? No. I do remember the first time I heard it. I was much younger. Um, Oh, man, yeah, I was. I'm I'm trying to remember exactly. I was a young teenager. Hmm. Maybe 12. 12 to 13. That's not a young... 12 is not a teenager. No, I said 13, maybe 12. I might not have quite been a teenager yet. Also, I was either a young teenager or not quite a teenager. Mm-hmm. And it was because 
my brother was had called somebody that in front of my mom. Now he was ten years older than me. Mm-hmm. He was a grown man, but my parents were still not pleased that he used that word in front of my mom. And I remember that was a big deal. Hmm. Like this is really ironic. Why? Because I think I probably heard it for the first time. I might I might have been ten, as young as ten. I could have been younger. I'd say anywhere between eight to twelve, to be honest. Okay, maybe not eight. Maybe not that young, but I'll I'll stick with that eight to twelve. Okay. But the ironic part is, my mom was the first person I heard say that. <laughs> that is funny. But it's real funny. Out actually. of out of con- out of that context, it was she was he- she was in the navy, and she was explaining to me that the hats that they wore, the people referred to them as cunt caps. Ah, okay. I've never heard that expression for that hat. So, mm-hmm. learn something new every day. Cunt yep. Caps. Yeah, I remember that. My brother said something about said the word "cunt." I don't even remember what context, but did you know what it was when he said it? No, I mean I didn't hear him say it. I just heard my parents talking about him saying it. Oh, my mom was like, "He said the word cunt," and I was like, and my dad was like, "Did he call you a cunt?" And she said, "No." And I don't remember what, you know, I don't remember what the, the whole, I, I don't remember. I was very young, but I just remember like, huh, that must be a bad word. Cause I've heard my mom say fuck a lot. <laughs> like mm-hmm. my mom was no, you know, had no aversion to cussing. Like she was, she would cuss on the regular in front of me as a young, you know, kid. But yeah, I had that a lot too. But yeah, house. I'd never heard that one. So I was intrigued. I'm not going to lie. I was like. Hmm. I don't What's think I've ever heard word? my dad to say, say heard my dad say things like cunt or pussy. I heard him say cocksucker, but I always heard those other words from my mom. <laughs> that is funny. That's very funny. Yeah, I've I've definitely never heard my mom say cocksucker. I, I don't think I've ever heard my mom say pussy. Definitely never heard her say cunt. Um, but I've heard you know motherfucker and. All sorts of other various and sundry slurs and mm-hmm. and uh, words. That's like the day we were. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny. We were driving. I was a kid, young kid, and we were in the grocery store parking lot, United Supermarkets, Brownfield, Texas, and the song "Age of Aquarius" was on. Mm-hmm. And I asked my mom, "I was like, what is the Age of Aquarius?" And she's like, "Well, it, it, it was supposed to be like a, the time of peace and love and harmony, you know, and." And uh, it was it was pretty much in the hippie days. My mom was a hippie, and she's like, you know, it was in the time of you know, you know, no war, make make love, not war, you know, that type of thing. Everybody gets along in harmony. And I was like, oh okay. And she no more got the words out of her mouth. And somebody damn near hit us in the parking lot. And she screams, "Watch where you're going, fuck face!" <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ah, peace and harmony, huh? Mm. Clearly an expert on the subject. But anyway, getting back to this whole cunt versus ass thing. Yeah. You know, the other night I said, you know what the problem is, and then you guessed what I was going to say the problem was. Do you remember? I don't... When we we had our friends over, and I was talking about that, I was like, you know what the problem is? You're like the patriarchy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We actually both said it at the same time. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah, I knew where you were going with that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's a patriarchy. It is patriarchy. But why would that 
be what the reason of a the ass got more listens than the cunt. Because they're trying to hold the cunt down. Oh. Keep the cunt down. Cunt should be a bad word, but it's not. It's a beautiful word. It's an interesting word. Mm. Very interesting word. Mm-hmm. So I look over and we have this like this <laughs> shelf over here. <laughs> There's a this like light shining down right on the top shelf of the statue of David. Yep. And the the peen. You know. On full display. This is in Florence too. Il Nato di Vene, the birth of Venus. No, oh, the painting that's over the yeah, fireplace the, it, here. They they can't see it. So I you know, have, but I'm talking to you, bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's if you want to go to the Uffizi when we go to Florence and see the Botticelli, Botticelli paintings. That is one of them. The and I absolutely Venus. do. Do you want to do that? Oh yeah, the teenager and I were actually talking about that. There's the not going to be much time when we go to Florence. Yeah, yeah, I think it'd be cool. Um. If you guys want to go, that I'll hang back. But so there's the the uh, statue of uh, the head. The, mm-hmm. um, I can't think of it. Perseus. Perseus. Yeah, Perseus holding the head of Medusa. Medusa. Mm-hmm. They were actually talking about that. Uh, the teenager and I were watching Forged in Fire the other day, and they had to make the sword of Perseus. It's pronounced Perseus, but okay, okay sure. <laughs> they they had to make that sword, mm-hmm. a, an exact replica, and like they had one out there, you know, and like you have to copy this. And then it has to go through all these tests. Like, they, like, bash it into armor and try to stab shit with it. And, like, it's got to hold up. So it's got to not just look like it. It's got to be durable. Anyway, they talked about how, you know, he supposedly beheaded Medusa. Mm-hmm. And they actually had a a bust of Medusa made out of, like, ballistics gel. And they beheaded the, the dummy with the swords. Um, but they said, if you want to see the statue, it's in Florence. Yeah, so I'm. Sh- I know that there's. I ha- I don't think I've seen the original, but um, I, I I don't know if I have or not. But at the end of the Uffizi, so you got the Arno River and then the Uffizi, which stood for the offices, I believe, of the Medici's, and then there's this big plaza, and I think it's called it's called uh, Piazza. I have to look it up. I want to say Santa Maria, but I don't think that's right. Um, it's I know that's not right. Santa Maria. No, I know that's not right. But anyway, there's this big like plaza, yeah. And then along, and there's a church, and then along the sides, they actually have a bus, uh, a, a replica of David. Okay. And they also have a replica. I'm pretty sure it's a replica. It's just like some bronze statue of Perseus holding the Medusa's head. Oh wow! Around there, that's also the same plaza where I saw Usher. The, Usher the. Uh yeah. R&B artist? Yeah. No shit. Yeah, I was, the last time I was there, I was hanging in this restaurant. You know, I was visiting all by myself. And I kept hearing, like, the, the, like the wait staff, they kept going out and looking outside. And they were like, Asher, Asher. And I'm like, finally, what the fuck are they talking about? And I get up and I go out there. And finally, like, it had been a while. People were recognizing and realizing that Usher was sitting at the restaurant right next <laughs> well. to me. And he's getting up and he's smiling real big and stuff. And I was like, oh. Usher. Usher. That's what these fucking wops are talking about. Okay. They're not wops. <laughs> They're Italian. Yeah, but Americans are wops. Well, American Italians are wops, not Italian Italians. Dagos. What's the what's the word for them over there? I don't know, but it's Mexicans not Mexicans of Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Euromex. Well, I was gonna tell you what else happened in that restaurant, but I'm not going to. No, now. no, go ahead. I go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> go ahead. If nothing else, tell the listeners they they deserve it, even if I don't. 
the the dude that was there i think he, he might have been serving me i don't know but he was like you know it's weird like it's like you don't just necessarily have wait staff right like you have people who like run the restaurant like also serving you and yeah. stuff and i had his tank top on and they were looking at my tattoos my back and i was getting ready to leave i was like oh you want to see the rest of the tattoo and he was like sure and i was just about like you know pull my shirt over he's like no, no come over here and i was like this little closet area so i could pull my shirt up and i show him and he's like wow and he's like that's a very nice tattoo and also very sexy, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, thanks, man. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> thanks, bro. Fist bump and you leave. He's like, wah, wah. I'm sure you thought about that later that night. We'll have to talk, spend another episode talking about Italy. Oh, my God. Florence, one of my favorite cities in the world. Yeah. And, um, well, we have to do that after, the, after our trip this summer because we are, we are actually planning a trip to Europe um, mm-hmm. this summer, uh, late summer, going to possibly czech republic Hopefully, germany yep. through austria and down through italy so mm. it uh, should be an amazing trip definitely looking forward to that yeah uh the the thing i, I said earlier in our um what was it I'm, I'm trying to remember the exact quote that i face fucking being inspirational yeah, or some shit like that fucking is a universal, universal language mm-hmm. so this is a guy that i have discovered um through somebody else like posting a couple clips of this this guy's or screenshots of this guy's twitter account his name is rivellino r-i-v-e-l-i-n-o um his his handle is alpha rivellino yeah i bet yeah so he uh, you just say it then he is he is (laughs) um a wise sage for the ages for men and um I think I want this. I want to see if I can contact him. I would love to get him on the podcast. I'd love to have this guy join us on like Skype or Zoom or something and actually like talk to this guy. So he does this thing with a green line and he's like, Do you pass the green line test? And it'll be like either two guys standing there, like, you know, two world leaders or whatever. And like one of them will be leaning a little bit towards the other one and the other one is standing like straight up. And his thing is always like the alpha is standing straight, the, the beta is leaning. And then the same thing he talks about, he'll show like a couple. And if the the guy is standing completely straight and the woman is leaning towards him, he's like, that's the way it should be. If the guy is leaning, no matter if the woman's leaning or straight or leaning away, if the guy's leaning his upper body even a, even slightly towards the woman, he says they won't last. And like he does this, like posts all these pictures of this phenomenon, supposedly. It's the most ridiculous shit you've ever seen. Like he, but he, Seems, I don't want this douche on our podcast. Oh, it, it would be entertaining. I mean, we would definitely have to m- mock him tactfully and uh, covertly so he thinks maybe we're actually like, No, yeah, I won't wow. do that either. That'd be fun, though. I'm too direct for that. Everybody knows where they stand when they look at me. I know, but they, this this guy, this, this set of tweets here that I have screenshots of, it's uh, 45 things... You've learned about women in 45 years. So I guess he's 45 years old. I'm going to tell him one thing I learned about him just by the name of that. But go ahead. Yeah. Um, The first tweet is the first five. And it's uh, number one, don't lean in, pull her into you. So that's, I guess, like that green line thing I was talking about. That's his thing, you know, like. He's also saying forcefully pull somebody into you. I mean, like if you're going to kiss or something. You stay. You stand your ground. Pull her to you. You don't lean in to kiss her. Makes you weak. Number two is the most like 
heartfelt touching thing. Remember to face fuck her. Don't give me that look. These are important things in life. Mm-hmm. Number three, be the man she can't control. Number four, arguing with her is falling into her frame. That's true a little bit. Number five, men have to create their value. Women have to protect their value. What does that mean? Women have value in not being sluts. Right. That's what he's getting to there. I've seen him uh, expand on that thought. And guys have to, you know, work to show that they're the dominant, assertive, and that they're a alpha, and that and it's that okay, the, and that you know, women shouldn't be sluts. I don't. Know. That's his uh, number six. Every girl is practice, so yes. Wait, wait, should. wait. So who's the woman who allows him to face fuck her? That's not a slut. That's not somebody who's protecting her value. I mean, depends on if, in his opinion, it depends on if. He's the first guy that she's let face fuck her this week. <laughs> but here you go. Number six, every girl is practice. <laughs> Number seven, three ways to her heart. He doesn't expand on that any in this list. Uh, number eight, you are more important than her. Number nine, if you want to be friend zoned, just be really nice to her and help her with lots of stuff. That's a little true. Number 10, the minute you don't give a shit what she thinks of you is the minute you become more attractive. That's a lot, a little bit true to to a certain Mm. extent. Number 11, she is like a child. (laughs) Number. How many followers does this douche have? uh, I'll have to check. I mean, this tweet here had 1,007 likes, 90 retweets, 76 quote tweets. Yeah, but Um, like. As many people as there are in the world, I feel like that's not very many. Yeah, I mean, that's one tweet. Uh, that's the only one I see here that I actually captured the likes on. Uh, number 12 is one of my favorites. Damaged feet, damaged pussy. <laughs> and he does talk about that quite a bit. Like, check out a woman's feet. If her feet look rough, her pussy probably been treated rough. And is used up and you don't want none. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) That's what makes it so great. Being humble gets you nowhere with women. Absolutely nowhere. Number 14. The more joy you have for life, the more attractive you will be. That I can see. Number 15. The size of your cock is not the problem. The size of your balls. That's the problem. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Man. That's why you're so attractive, right? (laughs) (laughs) Because of my dick and my balls, bitch. (laughs) 16. Kiss her forehead. 17. Complaining isn't very masculine. Number 18. Be so confident that you have an aura. 19. You don't get the pussy you want. You get the pussy you earn. (laughs) Vulgar way of putting it, but... But that that one actually does kind of make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, number 20, the stronger you are, the better she treats you. The weaker you are, the worse she treats you. There's some truth in that. Mm. Um, 21, whip it out and win. <laughs> no context, nothing to go off of. 
have. I think Louis C.K. would probably disagree with that <laughs> statement at this point. Yeah. Um, Maybe. 22. What her pussy conceals, her index finger reveals. I don't use my index finger. <laughs> for what, though? Like, he's not... Hmm. Like, you use your index finger for things. I know. <laughs> May not involve your vagina, but I don't think that's what he's getting at, and I don't know what he is getting at. It's weird, right? How could they not be related? I I think it's... They have to be related. They have to be related. I don't know. It's a weird one. It's weird. I could probably dig into his Twitter account and find an explanation. Please don't. I will judge you if you do this. (laughs) 23. Taking a woman seriously is usually our first mistake. Number 24, if you want to lose her, just give her more than she gives you. Number 25, enter her pussy, enter her mouth, enter her ass. Do not enter her chaos. It's also a little fair. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I've, I've known some women, a lot of chaos. Uh, number 26, this is my favorite, one of my favorites. Pussy is one hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> I can just picture Rick James saying Yeah, I mean, like, so he says all of these things probably because of that. This thing he's got buried in the in the middle of this ridiculous bullshit. But that's very revealing right there. He's saying don't fall for it all. He's also really stupid, though, so, like... This one you're going to like, um, or not like. This might be actually the, the last straw for you for this face, this fuck face. Be a wild face fucker in a sea of pussy liquors. <laughs> to what end? What good is that? Sorry, babe, I'm done licking your vagina. You know, you can fuck. Just you know, you know what faces you can fuck. My own. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using this generally speaking. Oh, uh, what? Put paint lipstick on my hand. And you can do that. <laughs> you can also fuck a dude's face. True. You can't lick a dude's pussy though. That's my point. Yeah. You want to be a face fucker? Go fuck some dude's face. That is a wild fucking statement, though. Be a wild face fucker in a sea of pussy liquors. Especially since, like, I've heard several women complain that a lot of dudes don't eat pussy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... Yeah, that's that's exactly the point, is that, like, he? That's those are the people that he's, like, encouraging. Yeah, but he is, like, there's... there's it's more likely that there's a sea of face fuckers. Yes. And, you know... Yeah, you should be a... A you, pond of pussy lickers. You should be a pussy licker and a sea of face fuckers, for sure. 100%. Absolutely. Even if you're not good at it, you should do it. Because the willingness, that does count for something. Yeah. It really does. Number 28. Women punish weakness the way men punish fatness. There might be some truth to that, too. That's... Yeah. That's the thing, like, he'll say the most wild, outlandish shit, and then the next thing you're like, oh, well, he's kind of... He's kind of got something. He's like a politician. Like there are a lot of politicians you can listen to for like thirty minutes, and for like twenty minutes of it, and it doesn't matter what side of the aisle they're on or what you believe. Like you can listen to me, like, oh yeah, he's got some good points. But then there's like like ten minutes where you're like, oh, this motherfucker's crazy, and this guy's the same way. Except it's twenty minutes of crazy, and then every once in a while, like, no, oh, he's got a point there. Uh, number twenty nine. If you don't believe in yourself, she won't believe in you either. There's some truth to that. Not just a woman. And if you don't believe in yourself, nobody's going to believe mm-hmm. in you. 
Uh, number 30, if she throws her tongue on Instagram, she probably isn't girlfriend material. Hmm. So if she posts a picture with her tongue out on Instagram, I don't... I guess it also depends on the context. I, don't, I took a picture of us. I know, just now. with and your, I was around the bullhorns, though. It doesn't count. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll DM Rivolino and ask him if it counts. Yeah, do that. Please do that. <laughs> number 31, no make, uh, more makeup, more lies. I don't know if that's exactly true, but yeah. okay. Um, beautiful girls don't fuck cowards. <laughs> that's not true. Yeah, I've known beautiful women that fuck some shitty dudes. Beautiful women fuck everything, so. Right. Uh, Pete Davidson is a great example of that. Who's Pete Davidson? The little weird looking dude that Kim Kardashian's with now. The like, bug eyed oh, yeah. fucking comedian dude. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, he may be funny and he must have a dick like a shampoo bottle because he's a weird looking fucker. You always use that reference, but a shampoo bottle sounds terrible. Well, maybe that's what it takes to please Kim Kardashian. I don't know, but if we need to hurry this podcast up so I can get in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> the tighter her clothes, the looser her pussy. <laughs> I think that's the problem with that type of mentality is that like, you know, some women just want to wear tight clothes and that doesn't necessarily mean she's ready to fuck you. And then when you say no, she says no, then people get real angry. Yeah. I mean, you wear tight jeans. Those jeans you're wearing right now. Those aren't loose. Mm-hmm. Neither are you. That's true. I've been inside you. I can attest. I don't think that's what he means by loose women and loose pussies. No, he means loose her pussy, like they've been used. Like yeah, I, used I, I get it. He's very explicit about that in some other tweets. Sorry, I can't believe this. you keep looking at this dude's shit. Oh, I did a dive one day and took a bunch of screenshots, okay? It's like I keep looking at it. Um, whatever her tattoo says, it really just says slut. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the way she takes care of her feet and hair is the way she takes care of her pussy and reputation. She's a foot fetishist. It sounds like it. That's fucking weird. Uh, number 36. Sex starts with a blowjob. I would disagree with that. I mean, I wouldn't complain if it always did, but you know, it doesn't always. Um, I've had... Well, probably 50% of the times sexual encounters have started with them going down on me. Yeah. Number 37. Licking her pussy is like buying her flowers. Never buy her flowers. <laughs> so he also is a neat pussy. Okay. So, so. so he's a... Kind of had that idea from earlier. In the, so he's you know, a foot fetishist and he doesn't eat pussy. Well, I felt like that was more of a power play. Yeah. This That just comes off as he doesn't eat pussy. Yeah. I think he's telling guys never eat their pussy because that's the power play is you, you know, once again, you're a face fucker. You're not a pussy licker. And number 38, if she controls the sex, she controls the relationship. Mm-hmm. True to an extent also. Number 39, the way she feels about your cum is the way she feels about you. That's not true. <laughs> That's funny. Um, if that was the case, I think there are a lot of women would just be lesbians then because not a lot of women who don't want anything to do with any dude's cum. Especially like mouth, face, mm-hmm. you know, like never, ever know. Well, then they just, and it doesn't matter who the guy is. Like, so mm-hmm. it's interesting. Don't fall in love with an impatient woman, no matter how big her tits. <laughs> he really thinks a lot of dudes, too, clearly. 
I know you're going to want these big old tits, but like, don't fall in love with her just because of that. Yeah, we know. I know tits are, are all that really matters in this world, but don't fall in love with her if she's impatient. All right, we're down to the last uh, five here. Thank God. Number 41. If you want to lose her, just idolize her. I think he's saying idolize. He says idealize her. No, I think he means idealize. Okay. Maybe. Not sure. It could go either way. Number 42. Yeah. Fuck her like a whore and she will come back for more. Yet he's telling him, them to not go for chicks like this. <laughs> Number 43. Love her for what she is. Don't hate her for what she is not. That's good practice for everybody. Yeah. It's just... That doesn't fit with the, everything else he's no, in. No, not at all. Uh, last two. Number 44. One of the biggest mistakes you can make is to think she is innocent. That one I'll agree with. Like, yeah. Let's you just, can't pretend somebody doesn't have a past. It's just stupid. Yeah. And uh, number 45, she will destroy you if you let her. I was really hoping for a better grand finale than these. I mean, yeah. it's just stupid. So I'm going to leave. Well, he also has this thing with ugly shoes. Somebody says, like, what's wrong with a girl wearing Vans? He says, damaged girl hates her delicate feminine essence, so she uglifies herself with tattoos, piercings, drugs, alcohol, cheap sex, ugly clothes, ugly shoes, like Vans. And, like, his picture of... Well... You know, he can uh, he can get it where he gets it, and those women that he gets it from are probably pretty damaged. Anybody that would fuck this guy is very damaged. Mm-hmm. The thing is, like, this is a Twitter persona. There's no pictures of him. Mm. It's literally, he just has this R as his little, uh, you know, icon, his profile picture, whatever you call it on Twitter, and uh, Rivolino. But I will. Well, let's leave Rivolino with his, this last thought of his. This was on January fourteenth, twenty twenty two, at four fifty four p.m. He tweeted, "We all need something to live for. Slutty pussy is probably not it." I have no idea where this dude is coming from. <laughs> his shit is so random. Like he just he just tweets out shit like that. That's uh. He's probably some like. 20 year old sitting in his mom's basement or a 45 year old dude that is like brow beaten by his like bodybuilder wife and this is his outlet it's like everything all he can think of is like i'm such a weak failure i have to try to make sure nobody no other men end up like me and he wishes you as a face fucker yeah and in reality his uh bodybuilder wife probably has about a seven inch clit that she face fucks him with so he just does all these things he tweets all these things that she does to him and is like if i had a seven inch clit i would face fuck people with it i you know i would probably pay to if you had a seven inch clit to see you just slap somebody with it <laughs> especially somebody that, that would just probably feel you really off. good <laughs> like, what bitch and just slap them with your fucking giant clit i'd be like wow she j- just in case you're not sure what happened, she just <laughs> slapped you with her seven inch clit, and you took it because that's big dick gene, bitch. Mm-hmm. Don't you fucking forget it. Big clit gene. <laughs> Drunk gene has big dick energy. 
That was one of the best. Like you laughed. That was so really funny. I was like, where are we going with this? Drunk Gene has big dick energy. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. You know, we've mentioned that with with a few of our friends, and they're like, yeah, I can see that. Like, everyone we mentioned that to, they're like, yep. Uh, Julie. <laughs> And we mentioned that to Julie, and Julie was like, oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Julie and Eddie were both like, yep, without a doubt, drunk Gene has big dick energy. Um, our friends uh, that came over the other night, we shot darts and mm-hmm. hung out. Uh, they The same thing. They're like, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> we told them that story. They're like, that's hot, though. That's sexy. That's like confidence. We like that. So they get it. So we do have some interesting topics coming up on these future mm-hmm. podcasts we're working on planning ahead a little bit actually going to try to bank some episodes at, at certain mm-hmm. times so if we're not able to put out an episode for a week we have some i think we're thinking we're going to try to drop episodes new ones every wednesday i think that's a good you know middle of the week i think it's a good break you know we come out i'm going to try to do high comedy pods and drop them on mondays when i do them and then every week we're going to try to do um the adulting under the influence podcast drop those on wednesdays uh new intro music new uh you know profile pictures new everything i'm uh, gonna try to drop more content on instagram and social media and then hopefully also have some youtube stuff up videos of the podcasts so i'm excited about this yep we just have to keep up with it yep and uh, it's, it's gonna require a little work but we can do it and i think uh I think we put the work in; it'll it'll pay off. I think this is a it's a good show. I think we're gonna have, have a good time with this. Mm-hmm. Some of the guests that we're working on right now, I think, are going to be really fun too. Um, a lot of like sex centric guests, but I think will be interesting uh, new perspectives to talk with. Uh, also, talking about having like a good mixologist come in. Uh, I've talked to a couple already sitting down with us that you know mix a couple drinks and then they sit down and enjoy drinks with us and. Uh, just have a good time it's, it's going to be a lot of fun great stuff coming up on the aui pod awesome. anything any parting thoughts you care to share with people i'm just really looking forward to the bath for this you just want to go to that <laughs> so our new house has this big jetted bathtub in it and that's all gene can think about right now is getting in that uh-huh. jetted tub before the nanny leaves yep we have a nanny yeah i know we mentioned that in the previous podcast but we are we're Wait, i just we mentioned it today i know and we did we did on the last one. Did too. we have a nanny? Yeah, we had just hired her before on, on the Are last podcast. Are you sure? Podcast. Yeah, I listened to it two weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, we talked like right after we hired her. Like, yeah, we have a nanny, but so and we have a giant jetted bathtub. Yeah, and a great new podcast space. So yep, it's be a lot of fun, ladies and gentlemen. So join us right here everywhere podcasts are found. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to follow us on uh, Instagram at AUIPod. Yep. And uh, we have an Adulting Under the Influence podcast YouTube page that there's not much on yet, but it's coming. Also, look up what Kick is if you're not sure. Yeah, so Kick Messenger. K-I-K. Kick Messenger. We're going to be getting more into that next time. Yeah. We're going to talk about this more. There's an interesting (laughs) feature on there that we've discovered, and Gene is a bit obsessed with, I'm not going to lie. Shut up. You're not obsessed, but like you're, you're not obsessed, fascinated with. Yeah. That's a better way to put it. It is interesting. We'll see you next week. I'm Jason. I'm Jean. And we are adulting. Under the influence? Is that what I'm supposed to say right now? I think so. Oh. They can tell. Yeah. You didn't really have to say it. Okay. They know. Okay, bye.